shop on eBay this holiday season to get more for your dough on stand mixers mm. or get more for your buck on this season's hottest tech and gaming gear. And on eBay, you can even get more <gasps> bling for less cha-ching on jewelry. You can get more because you save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. Get more when you get it on eBay. For the ones going above and beyond. For the ones reaching out, helping out, and lending a hand. For the ones people count on. You can count on Granger. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry. Backed by 24-7 customer support and specialists to help with hard-to-find products. Because you've got everyone's back. We've got yours. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey everybody, this is Sam with Pro Wrestling Overtime. And if you read the episode title, and you know exactly what I'm going to talk about, you know that I'm going to go wild and crazy about the Warrior Wrestling Stadium Series that's happening tomorrow, Saturday, July 17th, and it kicks off at 7. If you're planning to go, trying to think, Meet and greets, I think, are from 5 to 6.30. I think. Don't hold me to that. Um, Fight TV is going to have this on the air for $19.99. Or you can buy the whole Stadium Series package. Uh, You'll get three, I think. I don't think there's one in September. I think it's June, July, and August. For $44. And that's a deal and a half. I'll just tell you. But what I want to do is get it out of my system. (coughs) Because think about it. Got Smackdown tonight. New Japan Strong tonight. And... um, That may be it this Friday. Tomorrow, got Warrior Wrestling Stadium Series. Got uh, Impact's Slam Aversary. And Sunday, we have got Money in the Bank. No, I'm not going into Monday. Mondays usually are downers for me because... I personally expect so much from Rawls after the pay-per-view. I expect things that happen in the pay-per-view to be brought over to Raw and almost made bigger. And I'm hearing rumors that Goldberg's going to show up and I am going to be throwing pillows at my TV screen because he needs to retire and go somewhere. I don't want to see two-minute matches of his finisher 50 times. Anyway, this is not a WWE podcast. This is Warrior Wrestling Stadium Series. Guys, like I told you, 
ever since I have found this, I have loved it. Loved it. Um, I don't think I can say that enough times. I am... Well, I'm past learning, but I like GCW. I had to learn kind of to get into it and who the characters were and what they did. <clears throat> but Warrior Wrestling is a different kind of beast. It's not on TV. It's not a regular program. That you can keep track of for weeks. The best thing I can tell you to do. Is follow some of the wrestlers that you know wrestle for Warrior Wrestling. And actually follow them on Twitter or Instagram. And listen to them. Or read them I guess. Because they really start having talking battles that become storylines. And so when you see this tomorrow night, there's going to be some that are going to just talk about how great of a match this is going to be because of the two wrestlers in it. Or they're going to say, hey, this is the first time we've seen da-da-da-da-da. And he's wanting to make a name for himself here at Warrior Wrestling. Some things are going to be for championships. And people are going to be excited about that. But you, one thing I can guarantee you is this card is stacked. And there's got to be at least, I'm thinking even the casual fan. There's going to be at least three, maybe four matches where you're going to be like, oh, oh, I want to see that. Well, I'm telling you, you need to tune in. You've got AEW stars here. You've got Lucha stars here. You're going to see uh, MLW. You're going to see New Japan Strong, uh, ROH, Ring of Honor, NWA, and I think that's probably it. Because I'm kind of looking at the card real quick, and I don't see any Impact Wrestlers. I thought... I thought that they were on here. But with them having Slammiversary, I bet... Because they were on the June card, and I bet they're also going to be on the August card. Because they've got Slammiversary same night. So anyway, let's start talking about the matches so I can get you excited. And I want to make predictions. So during the pre-show, we're going to get Dante Leon... Versus Braden Lee. You just heard me talk about uh, Dante Leon against Joey Janela at the last GCW show that I reviewed, which was Fight Club Houston. 
I know, I know, there have been two of you bothering me. Hey, why haven't you did the podcast on You Only Die Once? I haven't had time. I'm just going to be real honest with you. Uh, I've got a lot of different things going on with these podcasts, writing articles, possibly getting an internet radio station up and running, and then, like, my real life. So, that is one reason. I will get there. Don't you worry about it. I will get there. Uh, Maybe this weekend. Maybe I will just blow everything off this weekend. And just make it a wrestling only weekend. Who knows. But anyway. Guys. uh, If you haven't seen Braden Lee. I really like him. I uh, like his style. I like his movement. I know Dante Leon is a little flashier, and he will excite the Warrior Wrestling uh, Stadium Series crowd. But I'm I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna pick Braden Lee. I think they want to give him a big pop and to kind of push him a little bit. Uh, the one that has been announced. This is about a week and a half ago, maybe, that everybody was a little intrigued by. They were like, really? Um, I don't know whether they thought he would never come or that it was too small for a wrestler of his caliber. I don't know. They announced Davy Richards first, and everybody was kind of in shock and awe. And they said he's going to have an opponent that we're going to announce. I think it was June 1st or July 1st. And it ended up being Jonathan Gresham. And everybody lost their mind. That the Ring of Honor uh, pure champion would be at Warrior Wrestling uh, and agree to take on Davey Richards. Well, then you don't know Jonathan Gresham. Because if he has a hole in his schedule, he doesn't care to fill it with events like this. His uh, wife... Is Jordan Grace at um, Empire Wrestling? She's wrestled on a number of Warrior Wrestling shows and enjoys it. So I'm sure she's told Jonathan Gresham, "Hey, you have a hole here in your schedule. You should go do that for them. You'll have a blast." This match, I think, is gonna be um, a showstopper. To the point where I think a lot of people don't know Davey Richards. And they're going to be shocked by him. They're going to be shocked at what he and Jonathan Gresham do together. And I think it's going to really open some people's eyes at how good Davey Richards is. But also how well... Gresham sells. 
I still think Gresham wins, though. I think they give the people what they want. And a lot of people are coming to see him. So I think they give them what, you know, they want. This next match, I will be on the edge of my seats. Um, depending on where we watch it, I may be standing up, pacing, and jumping up and down cheering. Um, I know if it's at my house, my friends don't care, and it's my house, I'll do whatever I want. So me jumping up and down won't be anything unusual. Now if it's at somebody else's house, who knows? But... We've got Calvin Tankman, who you guys know I talk constantly about, versus Jordan Oliver, who you know I also talk constantly about. We've got Jordan Oliver, who I've told you 50 billion times, gained weight. He's finally over 220, that he can make the heavyweight cut. And then we've got Calvin Tankman at 355, who's way over that he's given uh jordan oliver a run for his money with the 130 pounds more that he has on him than jordan has however i think we see a lot of tankman's athletic skills but i really think that we see even though he has went up to heavyweight we see that uh, Jordan Oliver is still very quick, very agile, uh, can pull off a high-flying move from just about anywhere. He is risky compared to a lot of the stars on the bigger promotions, but he's not as risky as other people or how some of those stars used to be when they were on the indies. Guys, I can't help it. You know I absolutely love him. And it seems like on the indies that I've been kind of keeping up with, Calvin Tankman's been taking some losses. And so I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to pick Jordan Oliver. I think that he does some kind of dragon screw or he does like a 460 and he pins Calvin Tankman. Then, starting with this match and up. Actually, it's every match on here. But definitely starting with Calvin Tankman, Jordan Oliver, the rest of the matches I go through. I, I'm going to be popping or marking out. I really am. Um, let's talk about the next match. I can't, I can't wait for this. If you don't know who Dan Hausler is, then you're not watching Ring of Honor. You haven't been to the Indies. And you haven't listened to the episodes of Oral Sessions. Renee Paquette, formerly Renee Young in the WWE, has started her own podcast. She's getting wrestling stars from all promotions, but she's getting people from hockey. 
she got Josh Barnett from MMA. She's get um, who else did she get from MMA? She's getting sports people that are unbelievable. She right now is on a little bit of hiatus. She tapes some interviews a little bit ahead, but she's allowing certain people to be guest interviewers. Not real sure who made her or got into her brain and thought, I'm going to interview Dan Haslin. And then I'm going to let him be a guest host. Now, people thought she was crazy because her very first guest host had already been her very first guest. And that was John Moxley. Everybody thought, oh, if you're turning the microphone completely over to John Moxley, you've got to be losing your mind. Turned out to be one of the best episodes uh, because he did ask John Moxley and he answered questions that people had sent in that they wanted to know. And guys, if you've ever heard him or been around him, he is so honest, it's not even funny. But Dan Housen was in character the whole entire time. And he was hilarious on both shows. I encourage you to go listen to it. But he is taking on Lee Mortarotti. Or Mortarotti. Gotta stop and think. Lee Mortarotti. He has been bugging him to death. I mean, Dan Housen has been tweeting... Instagramming, um, I think he even put up a YouTube video bothering Lee Mortarotti. He keeps also bringing up that Frank the Clown jumped out of a helicopter. Um, it is hard to tell what we will see out of this match because Lee is an up-and-coming superstar. Um... You're going to see that this fall. But he's pretty easy going as far as if you're wanting to tell a different story in a match or you're wanting to go someplace that maybe you've never been in a match, he's all for it. He he doesn't care to try new things. And so, him and Dan Hauser's um, creativity, I'm telling you, it's hard to tell what we're going to see. Guys, I would love, 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 love for Dan Hauser to win. He's not going to. Um, they are not. He's going to get over based on his character. He doesn't need to win to get over. And like I said, Lee is an up-and-coming star, and they're going to want to push him. 
Now we have the Warrior Women Championship match going on. And Kylie Ray is the Warrior Wrestling Champion. She debuted two weeks ago, three weeks ago on NWA. And she is slightly wanting to go after Thunder Rosa, but yet keep her thoughts trained on Camille in order to get that championship. I kind of hope that we don't see Kylie Ray Thunder Rosa on NWA Empire, which is their big pay purview of all women's wrestling. I kind of hope we see Kylie Ray take on Camille. But I'm hearing some rumors that Camille may be taking on someone from a different promotion. Anyway, tomorrow night, Callie Ray will be taking on Lady Frost. If you watched Impact this week, well, I guess it was last night, you got to see Lady Frost. If you watched the indie circuit, you've already seen Lady Frost. She's got it down. Now she she has an it factor during her promos. Her entrance leaves a little bit to be desired. And as far as talking in the ring or doing motions to the crowd or doing something to the baby face that gets the crowd riled up, not real good yet interacting. And that's what she's got to work on. In the ring, moves and stuff like that, perfectly fine. But she really needs to work on interacting with the crowd. Callie Ray is going to take this one. Callie Ray is the darling of Warrior Wrestling. And so, I, I am looking forward to this match, though. The next match, I can't wait. Dante Martin, who is part of AEW's top flight, and you all know that his brother has an injury right now, so he's been doing some singles wrestling on AEW Dark and AEW Elevation. He is taking on KC Navarro, who is, he might be a year younger than Dante. They're both right around the same age. Casey Navarro got, I guess you could call it a little bit of a tryout match with Impact Wrestling last year. And they attempted to sign two, but those two ended up signing with the WWE. One was uh, Blake Christian, and he is now... What is his stupid name? Because I don't like it. I just griped about it. Uh, Trey Baxter. That's what it is. And um, But Casey Navarro, high flyer, just like Dante Martin. Quick, fast. This should be an all-out, like, just running constantly 
to get to the ropes to do something else. They're going to be quick. I don't look for this to be a long match just because of the cardio it's going to take. But they are going to be impressive. I can tell you that. Since I've been following Dante and his brother since... I think Dante was 17. He was 16 or 17. He was wearing a mask and competing up in the Minnesota area and did not want anyone to catch him wrestling underage. And he still has that baby face. So he wrestled under a mask until he turned 18. So I think Dante is going to win. It's going to shock me if KC Navarro does, but I'm going to be interested how KC pulls that off if he does win. This next match, um, if you don't know the background, you're probably not going to get into it as much as I am. The Varsity Blondes. Yes, those Varsity Blondes. Griff Garrison, Brian Pillman Jr., and Julie Hart are coming to Warrior Wrestling from AEW. Well, what some of you may not know, Brian Pillman Jr., was his contract finally ran out with MLW, and he was the Warrior Wrestling men's champion, I think, for a year, year and a half. Um, he loves Warrior Wrestling. He's one of the first to go above and beyond. I don't know that he's necessarily one of the first. I don't think I should have said that. Because he also learned that from Brian Cage and Tessa Blanchard. Going out into the crowd before they worked or after they worked. To meet people and just talk to them. You know, they did that at meet and greets. But, you know, they they would stop on their entrances. Brian Cage would just stop and say, how you doing, buddy? Um, and Brian Pillman saw that and has started doing that. So, you're getting the Varsity Blondes. And then you're getting Richard Holiday and Benjamin from MLW and the Indies. Richard Holiday has a long history with Brian Pillman Jr. You've also got to remember, like I said, Brian Pillman Jr.'s contract with MLW just ran out and he got signed full-time Tier 1, all elite status at AEW. Holiday hasn't gotten there yet. And that kind of irks him. Um, I would have loved to just had a Richard Holiday versus Pillman Jr. match. Um, their matches on MLW and some of them on the Indies, they were absolutely awesome. But them being in this tag team is going to be cool. Um, there are rumors that Lady Frost 
May accompany Richard Holiday and Benjamin out to the ring since the Varsity Blondes have Julie Hart with them. I I don't know if that's going to be true. I think it probably depends when, what match order they're in and if she can get there. Maybe it's an early match and she can do it and then come out later and get into it with Kylie Ray or vice versa. I am going to pick a surprise here. I think Brian Pillman Jr. is going to get the crowd popping. They're going to be marking out for everything he does. But I think somehow, some way, he ends up in the ring with Richard Holiday. And of course, Richard Holiday is going to cheat somehow. He just lost his Caribbean championship to uh, Salvio Vega, but I, I, so he's not going to hit him with the belt. But I do believe that he does something nefarious, and that uh, Holiday and Benjamin take this match. Um, next match is Lance Archer. Yes, the one from AEW. Taking on Rob, the Ego, Anthony. Now what interests me about this match is no hard, no holds bar. Which means... They also can go just about anywhere, and, you know, it's kind of a no-disqualification kind of match. And so, I'm interested in this one. I'm interested in what they come up with. How far away from the ring do they leave? Do they go into the crowd? Um, or do they go more towards uh, the end zone? Remember, this is on a football field. So I'm just, I'm kind of interested in where they go with this. As far as I know, Jake the Snake Roberts is not going to be there. So you're not going to see the snake. You're not going to see Damien come out. So it's going to be Lance Archer doing destructive things. But what destructive things? I think he wins, obviously. And so... Um, I just think it's going to be a good match because of the stipulation. Now, there are two matches left. One of these two matches, I I want to say Calvin Tankman and Jordan Oliver are going to do it, or that Dante Martin and Casey Navarro are going to do it, but I don't. I don't think so. I think these last two matches will fight for the match of the night. The first one I've got is Daga. Now, he was, let's see, an alternate for the Opera Cup in MLW. He wrestled in Impact Wrestling, and he has become a... Fairly big star in AAA. 
He does wrestle uh, Lucha style most of the time. And he is taking on Hermes. Hermes just won in June the brand new title that Warrior Wrestling created. They created a Warrior Wrestling Lucha title. And Hermes had to go up against, I believe, six other people, eight other people, in an Eliminator-style kind of match. And so he has been carrying that title around. Daga has been a part of Warrior Wrestling, I don't know, three or four years, I think, maybe longer. And I know that he would like nothing better than to grab that title. So I think with both of these guys being somewhat veterans and that they really get after it, I think we're going to see some... Moves that maybe some of us have never seen before because they're Lucha moves. And if you don't watch Lucha wrestling, then you're not going to be familiar with them. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of jumps to the outside. As bad as I would like to say, I think uh, Daga is going to win it. I don't think they're going to let him. I think they really, truly, since Hermes is an up-and-coming superstar, and Daga is willing to put people over, he's willing to sell, he's very good at both, he loves choreographing matches, he and his wife, Tessa Blanchard, at... Um, I think it's called Hybrid Wrestling Academy in uh, San Antonio, Texas. Every Saturday, run a training class. If you're going to be in that area, you need to write them beforehand because they are usually full um, to get a spot and be part of that with them. You'll learn tremendously a lot from both Tessa and Daga. I hope... But I doubt, but I hope that Tessa is there and that they interview her. She has been working on CrossFit for over a year now and has won some competitions. She has bested her personal goals like crazy and she here recently... I would say in the last six months, has started back concentrating on wrestling, getting in wrestling shape, getting the ring rust off, and having these training classes. She's also showed up for a lot of meet and greets um, with some of her friends at like Comic Cons, or she's been doing... I can't think of the name of the place. She's been doing some meet and greets up in New York for a friend of hers. So I would love nothing more for her to be there supporting her husband and them to get a microphone 
she won't tell him anything. That's cool. Uh, I love them trying to come up with new ways to ask Tessa Blanchard, when are you coming back to wrestling, and where are you coming back to wrestling? Because she comes up with a different answer for everybody. It's a little bit of a smart aleck answer, but it is a truthful answer. So uh, I do hope they get to interview her. But I think Aramis, he just won the belt in June. I don't see him giving it up this early. Then, I think this will be the last match. I really do. It may be Callie Ray and Lady Frost. But I think this will be the last match. It is Brian Cage. The Machine. Um, who is going to show you... Probably something different here than what you've seen in AEW. He showed it a little bit when he first came to AEW, but since he's been with Team Taz, he's kind of been the power guy. Even though they have powerhouse Hobbs that could do what he's doing, you're seeing um, Brian Cage beat on a lot of people. He's so much more than that. And I think you're going to see that if you watch this pay-per-view for the simple fact he's taking on Ninja Mike. Ninja Mike, up-and-comer, getting pushed to the moon on the independent circuit. I think with all of his flipping, flying ninja tricks that he does... um. I think he brings out a little bit of that in Brian Cage. And for those of you who do not know that Brian Cage can do, you know, the backwards moonsault off the top rope, that can do a springboard off a second rope, can do, um, i trying to think what else I've seen him do. He, he's an athletic big man. There's no doubt about it so I I kind of think at first he may try to keep up with Ninja Mike and then I think he beats him down and and clubs him he's so much bigger than Ninja Mike is and then I think we see the comeback come back because everybody is they love Brian Cage at Warrior Wrestling but I think that they're really getting in to the story they're telling throughout the independence of Ninja Mike and him rising to the next level. So I think people start getting behind Ninja Mike. I actually think Ninja Mike pulls off the upset. Now, it will not shock me if Brian Cage wins. He should win. But it will not shock me because Brian Cage is such a nice guy. He is a teddy bear. And so I think he goes ahead and puts Ninja Mike over. And I think it's going to be a very good match. Like I said, I think Daga and Aramis and then Brian Cage, Ninja Mike, both, depending on who does better, I think they're going to be match of the night candidates. I really, really do. 
Now, for those of you who can't make it, you guys know you can always watch the replay on Fight TV. Their next show, I gotta look, August 21st. The big uh, match that night that I can't wait to see that there are some other things going on. Damn Vince McMahon. But, um, I can't wait to see Kylie Ray versus Thunder Rosa. That's going to be the main event that night. Uh, Thunder Rosa was actually supposed to take her on in June for her debut match back. And uh, she couldn't make it due to scheduling issues with Mission Pro Wrestling, her company down in Texas. This match is going to be a banger. And I can't wait to see the rest of the matches they've, been, they've put together. But that's my picks. Am I going to go undefeated? No. Um, there are very, very few indie shows that I get close to being undefeated. Um, there was one year before last. I think I only got two matches right. I was picking a lot of favorites, and of course, they were swerving. So, um, I definitely don't think I got them all right here. And I think that's what's going to make it fun and exciting. I know I brag a lot when I'm undefeated or I get a bunch of them right. Like I had that one week with Great American Bash. I went 3-0. and And then the next night... Uh, it wasn't Road Rager. What was it? I can't think now. But I went 4-0. So I was seven and one that week. Is that gonna happen on an indie show? No. They have too many twist turns. So I'm just here to enjoy the matches and I'm telling you guys, if you've never watched Warrior Wrestling, you may want to give it a try. It's cheaper than Slammiversary. I think Slammiversary is $39.99. And this one's 20 bucks. This one's got better matches on it. This one's going to tell better stories. I'm so disappointed in Slammiversary. You're getting an episode on that really soon. But once you hear some of the matches and how they've kind of gunked them up, I mean, <clears throat> I understand... Slammiversary is a little like WrestleMania as far as you want to get as many people in front of the crowd as you possibly can. But having a four-way tag team battle, that's a little much. Um, having some people take on people that they have no storyline with, that's a stretch for the biggest show of the year. And I think it's always a big stretch when you're relying on the Good Brothers or Kenny Omega. 
They're not part of your company. I'm interested in Sammy Callahan, though. So, you gotta wait for that episode, because I'm not recording it now. It'll probably be later this evening, or late tonight. But anyway, I will be talking to you guys soon. And hopefully, I'll see you somewhere down the road. Shop on eBay this holiday season to get more for your dough on stand mixers Mm. or get more for your buck on this season's hottest tech and gaming gear. And on eBay, you can even get more (gasps) bling for less cha-ching on jewelry. You can get more because you save more on premium brands with eBay's exclusive deals. Get more when you get it on eBay. For the ones standing guard. For the eagle-eyed. For the knights in shining armor. And for all those who support them. We are Granger, your experienced safety partner. Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. Committed to helping keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com slash safety, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.